Whose turn is it? Um, I think it's. Uh, I can go because I I have it in my head. Yeah, go for it. All right, I once accidentally kissed a teacher <laughs> in the third grade when I went in for a hug. <laughs> Awkward. Um, <laughs> it was actually sweet. Oh, okay, no. Um, what was the other one? Oh. In the fourth grade, I had my pants pulled down in the middle of class. Were you wearing drawers? I was. Oh, thank God. But they were like tidy whities Oh. oh yeah, it was all skinny legs. Okay, all right. And in the fifth grade, a girl that I had a quote-unquote crush on called my house. And when my mom picked up the, picked up the phone, she realized I was using the bathroom. And she said, oh, finish poo-pooing. <gasps> and she heard that <laughs> and told the class about it the next day. My baby is boo-booing. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wasn't talking to her. I'll tell you about it later. She wasn't talking to her. She was, okay, you're going way too much into this. So I, I'm going to, you know. But I'm right. very imaginative. So you have to remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so mine is, uh, I was a member of the Purple Rain fan club. <laughs> All right. I was once double penetrated. <laughs> These were going to be a series of very nice, cute, wholesome ones. DP. And the last one is... I once spent the night at a friend's house and uh, <laughs> snuck into his father's bedroom I hope he's and not stole a pair of his underwear. To do what? Uh, I don't know. Which, which one? It could be a lie. I could be lying for all you know. Mm, all right. All right. So, um, listeners, we give you 30 seconds to figure it out and we'll be right back. See you soon. What is this numbers in your pocket? I remember when you used to throw those things away. Why do you want to keep in touch now? Who gave you a reason to act so shady? Everybody, I am AMPM and I am the Phoenix, and we are back. Your thirty seconds are up, and you—you you should ask. You I mean you should guess first? I should. I should guess first. Okay, can you repeat them for the listeners? Yes, I can. Uh, in the third grade, I was like the, perfect key, right? It was a <laughs> key of something. <laughs> Uh, in the third grade, I accidentally kissed my teacher when I went in for a hug. Male or female? Male. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. Wait, what's wrong with me? I was in the third grade. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. In the fourth grade, I had my pants pulled down in the middle of the class by a fellow student. And in the fifth grade, a girl that I had a crush on finally called my house 
When my mom picked up the phone, she realized I was in the bathroom. And she just yelled at me to go ahead and finish poo-pooing before oh. she hung up the phone. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm so I feel a little awkward about the teacher thing. I feel really, really uncomfortable with it, even though like it's an accident. It, no, it's not. It's not okay. I've been watching Law and Order SVU, oh, God. so I'm basically a motherfucking detective at this point. And mm. um, did you know that like in every episode they say the word rape? I'm seeing like every what every like I've been okay. So I started from the beginning. You know what? I'm gonna get back to that. Okay, I'm sorry. So I'm really uncomfortable with that only because I've been watching Law and Order, which is like my favorite show right now. This week. Um. So I'm gonna say that the pooping one is true because I feel like everybody poops. It's natural. It's what she should expect. <laughs> she should have hung up the. Phone. She should have hung up the phone. That like, and then I feel like a little weird because. You had a crush on a girl, but now you're like a gay man. Yeah, it was so like I, a third grade. So I almost feel like that could be a lie. Is that the lie? I mean, it's possible. Okay. Um, I definitely, everybody gets pants. Like, if you're not pants, then you don't grow up to be a productive human of society. Like, You've been pants? Yeah, everybody's been pants. Oh. I mean, one time I wasn't even wearing underwear, and I was at a club, and I was like, oh, wow. And then everyone started hitting me up afterwards. <sighs> Tops and bottoms, but no versatile dudes. What is up with that? You know, they like unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> Rare and special. Okay, so I'm going to say that one is true. I'm uncomfortable with the teacher one, mm-hmm. so I can't I can't answer that one with confidence because I'm just uncomfortable with it. Because um, it's very, that's like Nambla shit. Sure, um, I mean, it was an accident. <laughs> Nambla shit is like, he requested me. That's No! I have a coupon. No. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna say because my heart will not allow me to mm. that the teacher kiss is the lie because that's that's where my heart lies. Like my heart wanted that to be the lie because you seem like you're an okay individual. Like you know, like you, know, you never you had to trouble. go. <laughs> you never had to talk to a therapist about where did they touch you in that. In the teacher episode of your life So that one has to be the light Please tell me that one's the well, light Well No one call my mom and warn her Because that one Is the lie Oh thank god Oh yeah. thank god But I'm very very happy to know that you shit While people are calling you on the phone I was in the I was in grade school <laughs> Like mom that's so embarrassing And then the next could day your mom, uh, Did your mom like answer the phone While you were like in the restroom Was she like Is there a phone In your guys' restroom Like hotels No oh, I was just curious Because <laughs> this is She has a direct link To you and the phone This and- is back in the day Where there was a house phone That was not Well it could have been cordless But that one was not cordless uh, might have been I wouldn't know Only We've only had wireless In my house That's a lie <laughs> <laughs> Because you're much older than me <laughs> Um yeah, she just picked up the phone, and oh, the next day, the we were in. Oh, I remember so vividly. Ooh. We were in the lunch line. I was like thinking to myself, "Did this? Did it smell? Is that why you live? You remember it vividly? No, it was like one of those hard poops. I don't have any memorable <laughs> poop. Mm, I have one. Everyone has their constipation poop. Yeah, yeah. that felt like you almost died. <gasps> oh, yeah. okay, all right, go on. We were in the lunch line. We're chilling 
return. She turns around. Now she's like popular girl. She's the first to uh, have titties. Like she was a big deal. Ooh. Cute Mexican girl, long black hair, real yeah. curly. Oh, you like them Latinas, huh? You know, started yeah. early. Oh, I like that. I like that. Well, there's a biker gang outside right now. Hope <laughs> <laughs> to come back later. Uh, so we were in line. She turns around very calmly and says, "I called AMPM's house yesterday." Wait, to to you? To me and my friends in line. Because we're in lunch line. We're in the lunch line. We're waiting to go. Okay, wait. Who? She, she's talking to you and she says, I called your house? Ah, I got what you mean. She was turning around and talking to us. Oh, okay. I thought she was talking to, like, Jenny. You know, everyone has no, that Jenny yeah, that they talk to. But she was, I think Jenny in my school was Shaniqua. Oh. Um, is that her real name? Yeah. <sighs> I'll never forget Shaniqua. Okay, all right. Yeah, I had a Shaniqua too. Is that weird? Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That was a popular name. It was, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she turns very calmly and she says, I called AMPM's house yesterday. And I think I was like, oh, that's very exciting. Like she called. Everyone knows the cute one called. Oh, my His God. mom un- answered. She told me he was poo-pooing. <gasps> and she laughed and turned back around. Oh, did you hit her in the face with your tray like i would have just smacked the shit out of her and like just been done with it like no 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 i didn't do that i uh i it's my reaction is completely blanked out of my mind did I you don't, hate her did you just went into a no, rage she was nice. okay wait, wait let me ask you when you came to were you guys in another state <laughs> No. Was your name changed? <laughs> Keep your wig on. <laughs> Where are we? Did you just wake up with blood on your hands? <laughs> what happens? And all the kids around are screaming. <laughs> Never say I'm purple. <laughs> I just scream it over and over again. Okay, so apparently Sons of Anarchy <laughs> is being filmed. Sons of Anarchy spinoff is being held outside. My apologies, everybody. But like right out the window. Yeah. Like yeah. we're waving at them. Uh-huh. But we're getting paid for this, so we're fine. Yeah, exactly. What about yours? Could you repeat okay. them for me? So um, I was a member of the Purple Rain fan club. The Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. I mean, I was... Probably wasn't even born yet, so I don't really know what those things are. I don't remember what my other ones was, except that uh, <laughs> I was double penetrated. You would remember that one. Huh? I, yeah, and then what was the other one? Oh, my God, which is the other one? I know it was one that was very important. You said Purple Fan Club, uh-huh. double penetration. Uh-huh. Uh, we should really be more sober. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's been a long day, guys. We just got a brand new bed, and oh, I've been drinking so to celebrate that. And so I mean, nice. the dream. Anyways, okay, so you know what? Two truths. So basically, <laughs> so this is what happened, guys. Um, so wait, which one is a lie? Uh, the lie is the Purple Rain fan club. What? But I really like Purple Rain. I really, really, really love Prince's work. Wait, double penetrate? No, that's the lie. Right. Thank you. Thank you, God, Jesus. for getting that one right. 
Thank you, God, for letting it be right. <laughs> yeah, I am not down for the DP. I can't at all. Like I, I can't even imagine. I no, watch. Like uh, I met a couple once that tried several times, and I was like, no, like it's just not comfortable for me. Like that. They tried it with you. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, no, like that's just too much. That's there's a lot going on. Like I like to be able to hold in a fart. I like to keep it a secret when I fart. Right. Like I don't, you know, I, that's not. When you get scared, you like to tighten up your asshole. Yeah, you know? you know, like when the police roll by, I just be like, Oop. yeah. I like to be able to go across the uh, barricade at a place, and they tell me to, you know, turn around and cough, and I like to be able to cough and just not have furniture fall out. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old couch. You can get rid of it, sir. <laughs> Is that heroin? Uh, no. <laughs> My heroin. It's underneath the couch. <laughs> Um, yeah, we should explain uh, why this episode is going to be a little bit different. Well, first, um, I want to thank everybody that listens in. I'm sorry that it um, it wasn't out previously. I just wanted, I, I didn't want to put out the quality of the last one. Um, I felt like it was very erratic. Um, but before we go into that, as always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for very commenting, Brandon. Always. We still have the iTunes gift card up for anybody that would like to leave a review. Um, we will pick our best uh, review on yeah. iTunes. Again, this is just justify that we have an iTunes account. I know um, not many people listen through that media uh, outlet. So, um, any we just kind of want to like keep it alive. It's one less social media outlet for us to have to right. post to. Um, so, but we appreciate everybody listening. Again, you can always listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud at AMPM and the Phoenix. You can add us on Instagram and Facebook at AMPM and the Phoenix Podcast. We are usually available every Monday. Um, Online, we're available 24-7. We are available 24-7. Um, you can always uh, DM us for comments, reviews. What no, you think DP, we should, no DPs. No, D, no a, DPs. It's not fun. It is not, it is not fun. It has it to is, be fun to somebody. I've seen too many movies. Now, the thing is, is that I like penetration because it hits the prostate. Uh-huh. I don't like it if it were to hit my, I don't know, let's say Adam's apple. Ah. You're not a power bottom. I'm not a power bottom, but power bottoms take like, like hulking dicks. Like, Oy. yeah, Oy. yeah, like you know, like big he, tree trunk. I saw this one with Cutler X where he's like fisting a guy with like his whole forearm just all the way up to the elbow, and I'm like, that can't be. What? What do you? How, how do, is that pleasurable? Your body cannot get back to it, anything close to its original state when it's that. Open right, can if you can fit a whole fist. Where's the elasticity? Like where, where do you, where, where, where do you keep your elasticity? It, it like was, in a tight bun on the top of your head somewhere? Like I don't know. No, it's an old song <laughs> <laughs> about memories, holding in farts. I remember back in the day when I had grandfather. Your intestines are falling out. <laughs> That's because of Reggie. <laughs> oh, Reggie! Reggie! <laughs> Fucking Reggie! Fucked up grandpa. Oh, Reggie! Day. God. Fucking up. <laughs> it's Reginald now. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm into leather. Um, so before we go into why this episode is different, do you want to go into how your week was? Or do you just want to get into why the episode is different? 
Well, I think you pretty much explained why it was different. You weren't happy with the quality, so we will be using uh, part of what we're recording right now and half of what we recorded uh, several days before. Yeah. Splicing it together. Um, and the, the main topic was... was Came out really well. We yeah, still share I I really enjoyed that. Um, the reason that I opted not to use the first portion was only because I felt a lot, and this was the reason that I wanted to create these podcasts. Um, not just so that people could listen, but so that we, you and I, could learn more about our relationship by listening to the conversations that we're having. Um, I think it's important, and it's kind of um, some people have noted that it's some side, it's a type of therapy. And uh, I listen to the conversations that we have through our podcasts and I get a little bit of insight to the way that we talk, for instance, like, yes, that's something that we usually frequently say. And I find that when I'm out and doing other things, I refrain from using that because it's something that we've talked about. Yeah. Excuse me. (laughs) You're human. Um, And I like just the practice of hearing myself talk like the sound of my voice and speaking out loud and letting my thoughts be known and um, hearing that back. And uh, it's been really, really helpful. So um, it's helpful for me. If it's helpful for other people, that's a big bonus. Um, I've We've still been getting lots of positive feedback from people listening, which uh, as always, I mean, this wouldn't be so, so great and so fun if um, people weren't participating. Uh, I get so excited at the messages we get from people yeah really really excited it's it's fantastic that i mean we have like a handful of people of color that have the same struggle um that are listening or have had the same struggle or experiences not even a struggle and are living their lives um i recently just posted something online where i asked people are you uh, are you a person that likes to send a dick pic before you want to talk about your feelings and literally like Two people asked me. Two people asked me if they want me to send, if they want to send, uh, they want if I want to see their dick, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, I was like, this is you're basically proving my point. Like right. <laughs> it's right there. Do people uh, message you like regular conversation for a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, dick pic, and you're like, wait, what? What video game was your favorite? Yeah, it goes along the lines of last week's uh, conversation topic, which was backpocketing, where they, you know, um, they start talking to you as a normal person, and then it's after, "Where's my pick?" Right, right, right. right. Um, so it's 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 a little bit along the same lines, um, but mm. I do. I do want to ask you before we move forward with that, um, because this intro is going to be relatively short because I really want them to listen to the backpocketing um, portion of our, uh, of, of last week's episode. Um, how was your week? Uh, my week's been busy trying to shoot something at the apartment, um, over the course of eight days, split up five days and then a break and then another three days. So, uh, just trying to coordinate that budget, uh, get the nerves worked out and uh, attempt to make some art. Um, and other than that, I'm very proud of you, by the way. Thank you. I'm very, very proud of you. I like that none of, none of the things, I don't know what goes into creating or making a movie or um, creating shorts or anything like that, 
but I've been along this trip for as long as I have been, and it's been fantastic. And to be able to see a lot of your work on the big screen has been phenomenal. Um, the last one I saw, uh, I can't wait. I, I, I really, really, really want to hope that you'll invest more in that um, kind of universe, quote unquote universe, mm-hmm. um, because I felt so much for the main character. Uh, it was very impactful. I remember having tears in my eyes, and I was just very, very uh, invested in his story. And I think it's because I had learned. I mean, we you had been talking about creating this piece or this character, um, I think, for like a year and a half now. And I, w- I, I know I kept making the joke that, oh, it should be a horror movie. It should be a horror movie. But that's just my, you know in this reaction to everything. Right. I mean, I think there should be a horror movie about brushing your teeth or taking a bath. <laughs> um, but I'm very proud of you because I see how hard it is. And one of the things that you always tell me is um, you're going into a business where you're um, asking people to pay you for your ideas. And, and I see how hard that is for you, but I'm proud that you are doing amazing things and you're investing your time and your money and your heart and your stories and your originality into this. I mean, Moonlight came out and it was spectacular. And I feel like you will one day have your Moonlight. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I really appreciate that. I feel very supported by you. And uh, I just, I feel like you're a team member, like we're a team. Like a crew member? No. Oh, because crew members get paid. Got it. Exactly. (laughs) Once you become a trophy husband, you could be a crew member. I mean, you're pretty good looking, so. (laughs) No, I don't want to like that. I, I bring the money and then I like. Send you to the gym. Make sure you had <laughs> you got your massages. Mm-hmm. Put you in the latest things that I want to see you in, not oh. like things you want because I'm paying for it. I just want to wear Marvel and DC shirts all day. <laughs> no, <laughs> put on this fishnet. Like I can't wear that to like a red carpet event. <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm in the new X Phoenix outfit. <laughs> this is Dream Gray Ensemble. <laughs> You're gonna be fucked up with copyright infringement and shit. I'm in Storm Couture. <laughs> Aurora Monroe, thanks. <laughs> I'm so gross. You would do it, though. I would. Um, but thank you very, very much. I really appreciate your love and support, and um, you're you pushing me when it gets hard. So I'm, I'm not just, even asking your name. No, just... Give it to you as it comes. Like a Craigslist ad with oh, the door. God. The door's already open. <laughs> you just come in. Anyway, uh, oh, wow. just to finish with what I was saying, which was um, just a lot of thanks and appreciation and really feeling seen for the artist I am and want to become. Um, I appreciate it. So thank you. Of course. I also want to thank you for doing this with me. Um, you don't have to do it every month or every week, but you do. Um, and this is like a little slice of uh, independence from the rest of the world. True. I really, really appreciate just taking this time to set aside the rest of the world and take a moment with me. So thank you very much for being present. I really like that you push for that, like moments of cutting off and just being concentrated time. Um, I know you brought up an idea earlier and and i'm sure even 
this idea will transform and change and be something else. But like, I, I love that you fight for that time for us, and I, and I think it's so important. Yeah, I mean, we both we have like really we have we both have really busy lives. I mean, you're in school and you're doing film. I'm in school and I'm doing a nine to five. Um, I feel that it's really important for people to try to make time together um, in any type of relationship, be it like a poly or monogamous, non-monogamous, or even open. Um, I think that as in like if we were open, I think it would be important for us to try to connect as a unit. Um, so that we can have our, you know, social proclivities. Right. Um, and But be able to come back together and still be a unit. So I think that that's really important. So, um, yeah, I'm always going to try to be present in our relationship so that we can always discuss and talk about things. My week. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a beat because I was getting emotional. I was getting like choked up about it. Is that it. what was happening for real? Yeah, I was having emotions about it. Yeah, I like spending time with you. Um, a lot of people think that because, you know, you get into a relationship that it's just you two all the time. A lot of people turn into the we. We've talked about it plenty of times. Yeah, we're against the we. Yeah, um, and there's no autonomy. And a lot of people, uh, some of the people that talk to me on Instagram will talk to me as though they don't know I have a boyfriend and I set them straight like yes I have a boyfriend yes I'm polyamorous but it doesn't mean I'm out there looking for someone Um, I'm very present in the relationship that I have and that's not where we are there having to constantly tell people doesn't get tiring it just helps to educate them because a lot of people don't understand you 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 can be in a relationship but it doesn't always have to be we like you can be your independent person right um, because we work, you and I both work in two entirely different fields. Right. Um, <laughs> I was just making a joke how, you know, I went to, uh, your place, um, and me, met your friends and they were like, Oh, what do you do? And I was like, I work in fraud. And they were like, Oh, Oh, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's, I love that. That's so cute. Like a, like a three year old did a trick for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a cookie. <laughs> Good job. It's time for, and then they just pat me on the head and then walk away. That's why they kept giving you warm milk. They were trying to put you to sleep. I hate them. But they have like tons of alcohol. So I'm like, all right, fine. Whatever Mostly. I'll do with this. But I'm the only one making money, bitches. Exactly. Um, Spoiled as artist. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I always want to put that out there. Um, polyam, you know, our we're not a we're not always it's not necessarily we like we don't have to go out to do things like you can hang with your friend as a matter of fact you did when you went to that amazing concert yes i did yeah. i went to uh do you want to talk about it yeah i went to fyf a couple of weeks ago and saw some really amazing shows it was a three-day event out here a friend got me tickets for an early birthday present and i uh, got to see missy elliott was she she gave an amazing show uh, Beyonce was off to the side. I couldn't make her out. I didn't know which one was her, but um, her form and presence were in the area. And because of that, I felt like I was going to be good in life. Oh, so you were part of the Beehive. Beehive? Beehive. Beehive? Oh, Beehive. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Bjork was beautiful and weird. Uh, Anderson Pack, this artist I love. Um, or I like. I like them. What about, did you see Frank Ocean? I was saving the best, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I saw Solange. She was amazing with you're, her colors. You're going to see her again soon, so you're not really. Maybe. I feel I like know. you're going to. We'll see. Uh, but yes, I did see Frank Ocean, and he uh, took me to another place. <laughs> uh, the ocean? Emo- <laughs> oh, no? No? Emotionally, spiritually, creatively, it was just uh, a great show. Something I will never forget. And... Um, I can't wait to meet him to see if we'll be friends or lovers. <laughs> um, do you feel that there's any other type of um, uh, form of art that moves you like music does? Music? Well, films. Films. Um, like in that way that like you can sit back and, and enjoy this moment that it brings back a memory and incites like your spirit. Does Do movies do the same thing for you? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. It's, I get a very internal, pleasurable feeling, um, when I'm watching some of my favorites. Some are more technical and looking at different things or enjoy different aspects, but, um, yeah, I get, I really get that feeling with, with, with a good film that like shakes me. I, I live for that. That's good. That's how I felt about, um, was it a uh, baby driver? I had no expectations. I didn't know what That's to think so or anything fun. like that. And right. then you took me to the movie and I was like, holy shit. Like everything about this movie was phenomenal. Right. Um, Do, is there any kind of art that uh, moves you? Um, I, w- I would probably say that it's music most often. I haven't even talked about my week, but I mean, oh, it's yeah. just, I'm like really impressed with, um, with everything that's about to happen for, for you and I right now. That's, that's why I, I want to have this moment because it's been really hectic and I've missed being with you, uh, um, uh, romantically. Um, and it's only because we have a, we have a lot going on. Um, and and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how life goes. But, um, yeah, so I've missed a moment like that and I'm really glad that we did this because when we sit here and we, um, we talk, I get to look at you. Mm. Um, so yeah, sorry. I'm no. just, uh, I'm just emotional mess. Um, I so yeah, you. I just, um, our life is pretty hectic right now. So this, this moment, these moments like this, um, really, uh, fill me with a lot of joy. I love them. Um, but yeah, so music lately, I've been in like a huge R&B moment. Like I downloaded like Maxwell and Tony, Tony, Tony and Babyface and um, Brian McKnight. So I've been in a fantastic, uh, cool R&B baby making. I'm like, I'm, I uh, since I missed the, ro- the, you know, the romantic intimacy that we have right now, right. Um, I'm filling that up with this nostalgic music that gives me that feeling because music just doesn't feel like that to me right now. Right. Um, I know about bitches and hoes and money and paper and going out to the clubs, y'all. You have plenty of that. I have plenty of that, yeah. you know, but um, not too much about the the romance or the love that you feel or the the breakups or you know how um, you try to heal after that. So, mm. and Brian McKnight is just like, oh my god, his voice is amazing. Uh, yeah, and I was like thinking it to myself, like remember the time before reverb, remember the time before yeah. putting a filter over your voice, like. These are just genuine, beautiful, soulful, like amazing singers. Just, I mean, Boys to Men is is my all time favorite group. Like, you can't compare. Have you ever seen them live? 
I wanted to see them one time, but they don't have, uh, I think it's Michael, because he has the, um, uh, I think it's uh, scoliosis, Scoliosis, yeah, and it's just so bad now, he can't tour with them, Um, so there's only three of them, it's Michael, Wanye, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Sean, Wanye, and uh, Slim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, so then you wouldn't watch them live because Michael's not there. Well, I feel like I wouldn't get that because they in some songs they sing a cappella, and right. he was the bass, doom, doom, and I'm just like, oh, doom. oh, dang! I wonder if they have somebody f- fill up that bass. That bass they is important. They don't really, yeah. And I think that's really good for like their like integrity. I, I personally, I think like you can't like TLC. Their new album is not the same without. Left eye. Lisa Lopez, y'all. I mean, but she, she's been gone for a minute. They've had a, an album or two. Uh, no. This is their first since she's passed. No. Oh. They had one before. No, they didn't. Are you sure? I'm very sure. If I'm wrong, anybody call me out. But as far as I remember, their last one um, was with her on it. And then they hadn't had anything since... They had that reality show. Uh-huh. They had the one with um, Lil Mama, um, which right. would, would, I mean, honestly, like Lil Mama might make a good replacement. Like if you want to like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. She don't write her own lyrics like Lisa Lopez did. No one needs to let her do um, that. The lyrics are here for you. <laughs> Just read, bitch. Just, Just read. read. Just read and dance. This is Because that's what she could do. Yeah. Um. So, Yeah. You yeah. wanna go, how was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. <laughs> um, what did I do this week? Oh, we went to the movies. Which, yeah, and I'm I'm kind of like laying low right now because I'm trying to prepare for Chicago Market Days. You're and like for all of that saving eat. your energy now. Saving my energy now. It's literally ten days away. I know. And you know how I feel about flying. So right. Um. I'm really, really looking forward to that moment. You just hear that? Yeah. Jimmy drink. Yeah. <laughs> I hear it all. We got a new bed. Uh, Ooh, it's we like went to, in the last two weeks, we've seen two movies. Uh, the most recent one um, we'll talk about right now. But before that was uh, Girls Trip. Oh, which yeah. was so funny. Tiffany was amazing. Stole she stole it. the show. Stole um, it. And again, this is all stuff that we talked about in our previous episode. Yeah. So um, we're just bringing it forward. Just, yeah. So yeah, you guys will miss out on sweeping me. it over. Um, and then it was. I mean, it was. It was more than I expected. It was better than that rough night movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the the. The music, the nod to set it off, the um, the it was like solidarity. It was at the West Essence Fest. Yeah. Um. So that was amazing. You got to see all the music, the culture, the people, yeah, all uh, these the togetherness. Black people. Um. Who was it? What was her? Uh. Van Zant. Um. Oh, oh I- Ianla. Yeah. She was in it. Um. We got to this see some one. really amazing and powerful, beautiful black women in that movie. So, um. I think it was a, a huge nod. And it what, was really raunchy. Like it was. It was hella raunchy. raunchy. Like that. That fucking like, banana scene. Yeah, I keep thinking about that randomly. In my she life. went in. She went in. She stole the motherfucking show. How amazing is it to see like four black women be free and silly and fun and crazy and like not having to hold everything up or do some backbreaking ass right. role? You know, like it was, it was, it was. I, 
I think the movie is special. I, I really enjoyed, like, how Tiffany went from zero to 60. Like, she was, like, the homie, the tough one, the, like, no-nonsense chick. She was just like, I'm going to fuck this motherfucker up. I would, I would watch that movie again and again and again. I, I, I want to go see it again. Um, I, I think that it, it um, played a lot to uh, female power, uh, to black women's mm-hmm. um, uh, presence. I really love that. There was a lot of natural hair, skin color, beautiful chocolate. Everywhere. People just amazing. Um, And then we, um, I I left feeling, you know, I, I, that I I hope they don't ruin it with a part two. They might. But it did such a great job. Yeah. Um, I feel like it might have been the uh, version of, what's that? White people, the hangover. Oh, the hangover. hangover. Yeah. Like, cause it was like that. I mean, they showed Dick. They, they showed, show like, Dick. her giving a blowjob. <laughs> she went in on that motherfucker. I mean, she went in. I yeah. Was like, oh, my God. Yeah. But it, it felt more, it felt more present and it felt more aware um, about, you know, women taking it and owning their power. Um, so I think that, I don't think that they would uh, make a part two of it. I think they might make something very similar, but. I think they're going to make a part two. Oh, I so I think they're going to make a part two. I don't know. And it was set in NOLA. It was set in fucking beautiful New Orleans. Yeah. Sorry. I got to look excited there, guys. No, it's fine. I just want the people to hear every syllable. Um, and then today we watched Atomic Blonde. Yes. Now, I had some feelings about the, watching the movie. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go about how you felt about the movie first? I can. Okay, go for it. Um, I thought like the first two thirds were kind of slow. Like I was always at, always at a, this even emotional level. Wasn't asking me to like feel more than that. So it kind of slowed down for me. Even at times felt a little boring, but when the action scene started to come in, I was like, oh, okay, that was cool. Oh, here's a cool. And they just get better and better to this one long take action scene towards the end that is so good and thrilling and uh, brutal. It's a brutal fight scene, like knockout drag. Um, and it, it really held up the rest of the movie for me, but I can't say I would highly recommend it or even rec- I would recommend it. I think almost purely based off of, uh, that long take scene. It was really good. And I liked, uh, Charlize. She's like pretty to look at. And I thought her character was cool. I just think the script and the story needed to help her out more. What did you think? I um I agree with you. the The movie itself wasn't very, um, it wasn't very strong to me. Like I I wouldn't say, um, oh go and see like you have to go. Like I would say I would tell people you have to go and see Rough Night. Like no so Girl Strip or I'm sorry Girl Strip. Yeah, whoa, whoa. See how you they know slip it, back in. See how it, they slip oh, back in. Fucking that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's because we saw Rough Night first, and it's weird though. I don't even think we talked about Rough Night. Like, we're like, ah. yeah, and then we went about our day. Yeah, um, but um, I wouldn't say that um, the movie 
uh, Atomic Bond was very strong. I would say that that scene you're talking about, the fight scene, it was knocked, it was like knockout, drag out. You are fucking fighting until you have nothing left in you. Yeah. The shots were beautiful, like the the wraparound. It was um, very reminiscent of, what was it? Uh, Uh, I said Born. Born, yeah. It was super. The the filter that was on it at the time, Uh um, the you could see like the way that it had a, like a blue background. Uh, the reason that I told you in the movies that I hated you was because oh yeah, I start become critical of movies. For instance, the lighting was phenomenal to me. The way that they used reds and blues and pinks and purples, the way that, you know, she walked through one room to another, it was like from red to blue. And in some instances, the camera shot both colors on her face right. and she's, um, she's sitting there with someone who could be her enemy and that person is in a different color than her shade of pink. Ah, um, yeah, I was looking at all of that. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, it was, those things were fantastic. Their use of neon was really, really impressive to me because all the way up into the end, you see all of these really great colors. You see neon lights in the background that are red and pink and blue, uh, purple, um, and green. There was this one fantastic hallway scene where it's all green and right. I can't even see green but I was like wow well yeah um, so yeah, they the very stylized with their lighting um, at certain places yeah and uh, yeah that was really cool um, the soundtrack I thought was amazing for yeah. the timepiece um, like it's set that. in the 80s um, during the crash of the Berlin Wall so I thought that was very poetic that they would use all of these German songs and these German lyrics um, we heard things that uh, that were very, very popular in that time um, over there um, uh, in Germany at the time. Um, so I, I really, really enjoyed the soundtrack. I love listening to it. Me too. I would it. listen to it. It was like uh, my childhood, but in German. Uh, <laughs> German and Russian. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really, Now, really if good. you had Spotify, you wouldn't have to download it. And you could just listen to it because you pay a monthly fee. Um, now, I actually, I, I actually only buy, only buy, I only buy music uh, by people of color. You do? Yeah. I mean, you still support them on Spotify. Um, not as much. Like this they is get true. like a, they get like a like a tenth of whatever Apple gets or some shit like that. Yeah, this is true. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Maxwell, he's just doing a bunch of independent shit and staying fine with his fine ass voice. Is he? Uh, He put out something new? No, I think Uh, the last thing he did was um, at the Jazz Fest in New Orleans. I think that's the last time he performed. Were you there? No, but I read about it. I read about all things that are essence related. Uh, Do you want to go to Essence? I I do. Yeah. You look so excited. Well, yeah, I can't help. Like, you know how I am around. So I try to keep my my shit together. But now I have this whole new network of beautiful people that I get to talk to and connect with. Um, so I'm going to be a little more starstruck than the first time I ever met Katy Perry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were meeting celebrities yeah. from back in the day. I mean, it won't be as big as like, well, like. The Lenny Kravitz thing was like that's that nice. was pretty because you like talk to him you yeah know? but I had to like keep my cool because that was my job like I just had to be were normal. you really freaking out on the inside like I wanted to smell I wanted to lick him <laughs> I just wanted to, to just to lick the shit like just when you knew, <laughs> when you knew he was in the building uh, had he already seen you or or did you like see him like go back and go and freak out and then come out and help him no I freaked out when I saw him he was just 
being a normal person doing How normal dare things. You and I didn't like you don't want to disturb celebrities. <laughs> you don't want to disturb them because they want to be regular people. Right. Um, so we just you know you have to play it cool. It's like the time I met America. I was just like. She was looking at me like I might be special <laughs> because I couldn't talk. I couldn't even take a picture of you two. Um, I let alone like take a picture of me and her. Right. And it's just to be in her presence. And it's not just her her celebrity. It's what she's doing with that celebrity. Right. Um, she's working for people of color. She's working for immigrants. She has a voice. She takes this shit very, very seriously. I heard she's a really hard worker. Right. And I'm so proud of that effort and that work. Yeah. Um, so for me to come at her being just a stupid person who doesn't know anything. Um, I, oh, I'm, I saw you on Ugly Betty. <laughs> I'm such a fan. Well, they don't get to hear from their fans in person too often like the way musicians do because they're playing to a crowd or theater people do because the crowd is there. So I think it does feel good to like when they're out and about to hear from people who are like, oh, I really enjoy your work. You would never know it because it's beamed to my screen, you know. But it's Lenny Kravitz and I want his dick in my mouth. I mean, who So should it? I just walk up to him and be like, hey, Lenny, let me help you out. But first, let me suck that dick. I would, I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time someone's done that to Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we are not going to do any quick challenge games. Um, I do want to go into um, talking about the episode so that we can play it. Um, so the reason that I opted again not to play this episode was because um, I felt like I was cutting you off on lots of uh, the conversations that we were have having. Um, I felt that I was very emotional um, and I, I, I do want people to hear it. I, 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 yeah, eventually I, I do want people to hear the rest of it. Like I'll just put like a blooper reel about it. But, oh, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, I think that it was important to convey a message that didn't have me being so, um, extra, extra. Yeah. You call it passionate, but no, it really, really was, mm. um, as I was listening to it. I began talking over to you, and I kept being loud, and um, it wasn't very respectful of your voice. So that's why I didn't want to put it out. Hmm. Well, I do respect uh, that, and um, I think it's important that we put out things that we feel good about, um, because we do care about what we're doing. It's not just bullshit to us. Um, So I'm glad that the rest of the discussion, like the main topic still came through pretty well, so... Uh, that is still intact because I do remember really enjoying that co- that conversation and how it went. And it was fun. So I'm glad the people still get to uh, check it out. Yeah, so as am I. Um, so we'll let you guys listen to the rest of it. Thank you very, very much for tuning in as always. Um, I think that we are going to put out one more episode. But next week we're uh, on the... The weekend of uh, August, between the August 10th and 15th, mm-hmm. we will actually be out of town in Chicago enjoying market days. And I'm sure that we will have lots and lots and lots to talk about. Or one of us will come back and it will either be the AM, <laughs> AM PM show or just the, the Phoenix, Phoenix show. show. <laughs> so let me tell you about this new show we have. <laughs> up. Um, um, but I do hope everyone... Um, enjoys the episode and still lets us hear some feedback from it right um so here's the episode guys as always your feedback is appreciated thank you for listening you can always listen to us on soundcloud and itunes at ampm and the phoenix 
podcast. I just updated it. I didn't know it. It used to be AM. It was before it was AM PM Phoenix. Now it is AM PM and the Phoenix. Oh, we could be losing out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on SoundCloud, it is AM PM and the Phoenix. You can add us on Instagram and on Facebook at AM PM and the Phoenix podcast. Um, please rate, comment. We have a $25 Instagram. Uh, iTunes, iTunes gift card um, available for everybody. So here is the rest of the episode. Thank you all for listening and um, have a great week. Till next time, enjoy. There's no need for someone to hit you up again. You guys drifted apart. You guys dated. You drifted apart, and that is just that. I don't talk to people that I just dated and drifted apart. There was a friendship moments in between, though. But I do keep that shit in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. Now I do. Nobody should ha- like a lot of people have this problem where they have a contact list of over 500 people, people that they don't talk to anymore, people that they worked with, um, people that they don't socialize or interact with. A lot of that shit is back pocket. Why do you have someone's number in your phone you haven't talked to in two years? Well, I don't erase numbers unless they harass me or. But what's the, but my my question is it just a general question not directed towards you but. Why do you? Why would a person keep hundreds of contacts in their phone for people that they've never talked to, that they haven't talked to in two years, three years, four years? What is the what? What is the meaning behind that? That makes sense. So like keep keep it in the back. So like if you break up, you're sad, you're horny, you start <laughs> going through that list, and you go, dang, I ain't talked to. What about this one? I ain't talked to this one in a minute. Let me just see what's up. Now. I don't keep like now I don't keep any back pockets because I'm like mm. I like I don't like to re- like <laughs> my thing is is I don't like to recycle shit anymore. Like if it didn't work out the first time, I'll keep people as friends. Right. Um like there's um you know the baseball player who you always ask who is he? Who is he? Who is he? And I'm like I just went to his funeral like his his grandmother's funeral and mm. you're like, "Oh, have I met him?" Yes, you've met him. Um and then there's um the the Caribbean, and then there's the one that you met at um, Gay Pride for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like those people, those people were important to me, so that's why I continue to talk to them, or I'll keep their number. I tell them, you know, happy. You still communicate with them, yeah. But like people, years so you're, ago. So you're saying those people are not people you would go back to sexually. Th- those three people you just yeah. named, honestly. Uh-huh. You would not go back to sexual. No, no, no. I, I don't I don't feel that way towards them. I think okay. that they had they played an important role in my life over the last couple of years. And I still talk to them on a like monthly basis. Like, right. you know, we'll share information on a post or we'll say happy birthday or fitness goals or what have you. Um, but there's no I don't feel that sexual like it was a learning experience with them to keep them around. Right. Now my my black book, I would call it my black book. It has like 150 people in it, and it's mostly like my cousins, people that I know through work or through um, family or friends of friends, um, okay. but not really people that I, like no one no one that I dated like four or five years ago that I'm hitting up, uh, you know, and saying, hey, what's up? How you, how you been? Like, you don't need, that's none of your motherfucking business anymore. But what if, here's my initial hope was that 
he was trying to reestablish a friendship. Mm-mm. Because I genuinely, because there, t- there was like some little gap where we met up a few times and just to catch up. And I was like, oh, I genuinely enjoy your company. But I don't think that's what he's interested in. Actually, I know that's not what he's interested okay, in. Okay, so we've been together for almost four years now. Mm-hmm. In those four years, up until last week, had he ever communicated with you? I don't Maybe a quick thing online Nothing Serious Cause I, I, I The last time I slept with him was like years Before I even met you Right So why is your number still in this phone after over I still have his number almost, but, but why after four years why Like I said Never know what could happen friendship wise, because <laughs> I'm not interested in him, in him sexually. Like no, I feel I, pretty clear about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. But like, so four years passes, and it's like you haven't talked to him. It, what could happen friendship wise? Why hasn't friendship already happened in the last four years? And if there were a year before that, why haven't friendship happened before that? Hmm. We just never kept in touch with each other. Right. So at this point, what would be your reason? What would be your reason for? Holding on to one, like, and I'm just saying just with this one number because it's distant. What would be your reason behind holding on to this one number if there, it doesn't appear that there's a, a potential friendship that is building? Here's the thing. Before they reached out, let's say I was clearing out my phone full mm-hmm. of numbers. Uh-huh. I would delete that one because I hadn't talked to him in a long time uh-huh. and I'm not reaching out to him anytime soon. Okay. Um, so I get, I get the idea of clearing out old numbers. Like there's definitely been people I've dated and it didn't either, it didn't end well, or we just, I just stopped being interested in them in a really hard way. And I wanted to delete their number. But my question for you is, have you ever side pocketed someone? I used to, yeah, all the time. All the time? Yeah. What was your move? Like, um, how would you first establish it? How do you keep them to the side, right? Because they can, they can well, might yeah. start to, like, cross over or try to cross over. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. in my 20s, there was a lot of trying to cross over. A lot of my friends, you know, a lot of my friends now are people that I slept with before um, in my previous relationships. So. I know. Um, yeah, I would, you know, just put that information away. Just put it, you know. Like you take their number and just keep it. Yeah, and just keep it and just change their name as time went on. (gasps) But for no reason, you know, like it it didn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me now to hold on to things that I have no business holding on to. What do you mean change their name as time went on? Um, Like when they would go into a new phone and I would meet someone new, their name would become something different. Because I wasn't, like for instance, I wasn't talking to, let's say, and this is just hypothetical. And this is because I was in a relationship that made me real insecure and I was afraid. Uh-huh. Um, so I kept back pocket shit. Um, so let's say I have a friend named, I don't know, we'll call him Jaime. Okay. All right. And I, you know that I actually go hang out with Jaime. Okay. So my back pocket would be changed to Jaime. So that if I got a text from Jaime, I you think would it's think your it friend. was my friend. Yeah. But wouldn't that... Because that text would come across platonic if I happen to see it. If you happen to see it, yeah. You'd be like, oh, that's just Jaime. It wouldn't be like, um, oh, there's Javier. Who the fuck is Javier? Right. I never heard who Javier is. 
you know? So, yeah. But how do you not get confused? If they're side-pocketed and you're changing their names, it's not like you memorize numbers. Because, I, you know, you change, like, the name to, like, Javier S. And uh, you don't know their last name. Right. So, yeah, I was real... Real worried and shady like that. Yeah, it was. I really, really was. Um, So, yeah, after my last relationship, I I side pocket a lot of people because I I had already thought, like, after things started going south, I knew shit wasn't going to work out the way that it did. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of those dudes side pocketed me, and they waited for me to get out of a relationship. Of course. Yeah, and as soon as they heard, oh, hey, I heard you and -and so-and-so aren't together anymore. Yeah, that's, oh, well, you could do, you know, they want to console you and take you out and try to, like, fuck with you on the side. Like It must be really easy to side pocket in this era with technology. You can just keep those numbers forever. Yeah. And then... Fucking five years later, oh, what's this person doing? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, someone I, I told you, someone I was with, put all of, like knew how I felt about particular people. He put all of that shit in an email. All uh, right, and then he sent it to himself and put it in a folder. Yep, and then we broke up, and miraculously. A few months later, him and that person are hanging out, and Dang. yeah, so yeah, side pocketing is a thing. Like people do it. I don't know why they do it. Um, I'm all of, um, for me personally now at my age. I'm like all about just letting things of the past go. Like if they didn't happen, they didn't happen. Um, any friends that I have now are friends that I'm gonna keep, and I, I think that like making new friends usually happens in a group. So is it wrong to side pocket though? Um, yeah, right. I, I kind of feel like to the person that you're talking to, it may be like, well, do you not have faith in what we're doing here? Like, I think if you're in a relationship, then maybe it's a little, it's, it, then that feels kind of, uh, uh, like you're not really being as fully true or present in the relationship right. as you could be. Now, if you're just dating, side pocket away. You don't know where this is going oh, yet. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you're dating, I think that your fucking, your phone should be just a blur of randos. Just okay. You just well, can't even, you know. All right, that's a bit much yeah. on my side. I mean, well, now you, you don't date. have, but the thing is you don't have to do that anymore. Now with you don't have to give nobody your number. Yeah, you could just, you know, you could favorite them yeah. in your whatever... Have that login, yeah. Yeah. You can erase the app when you're done with it. Log back in when the shit don't work out. Oh, go back to your favorites. Oh, look at someone has practice. I did that with uh, Jacked when I was first (laughs) dating. Like, no, no, when I was first poly and open, and I was out there. I would get on, then get annoyed. No, no, no. I would get on with a to an older account from before I got into the relationship I was in. I was like, oh, <gasps> that's back pocketing. You back pocketed yeah, a whole know. motherfucking 20 mile radius. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know about it. And then I forgot I forgot the, the login stuff. So it's kind Now, do you think that back pocketing is common? Because I can see just between you and I, we've both done it. Yeah. But do you, do you think that it's common? Yeah, because I think it, it can also happen without you trying. So we just talked about apps. So if I'm in a relationship and I erase the app, I could really feel like I'm done with the app. But then once I'm done, let's say the relationship doesn't work out, I still remember my username and password. So I can jump back in and go, oh, well, I want to go back and date. And 
conveniently enough, <laughs> here are the people like, I was talking oh, to. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. this, dude. And then sometimes you reach out to people from back in the day, and you're like, oh, whatever happened? And then they'll they'll tell you the truth of like, oh, I was in a bad place. Oh, I, I hate just got in a relationship. That. And like, now they sound like they're fine and ready to, yeah. to mingle or whatever. Sounds like you are talking about most recent experiences. No, not me. <laughs> but yeah, I think back pocket, pocketing can happen probably insanely easily now if you, oh, since yeah. it doesn't have to be on your phone. Yeah, I, oh, hell yeah. I mean, if you're no good, oh. 2017 is your like you're it's in the right year. Yeah, you're in the right time <laughs> to be born. You are winning. Yeah. <laughs> Because you can hide shit, you can be slick, you can be on the side of shit. Like, you can just do all kinds of shit and have no one know unless... The other person would have to be so crazy that they're just clocking you and watching everything you do. Other than that, if even if you're kind of a dog, you can get away with it. It's bad. Yeah, I think think that the social... I think social apps now really make people... um, Hella more insecure, especially if you meet someone on a social app only because what do you do if you're like dating someone and you still see them on the app like and you think you guys are like there's your sign there's your answer, yeah, and then you're just like, well, wait a minute, I thought things were you know different between us, nah fool, I got all these motherfuckers that I gotta get through on my favorites <laughs> i mean <laughs> I mean, I told you when we first. Uh, started dating was I'm not going on the apps because I'm not interested in going on the apps. You are free to continue going on the apps, but part of that was my confidence and my ability to woo you, and my patience and my wisdom brought it back around. You see what I did? Oh there? wow, wow! So who who the fuck is texting you? Who I never heard of that. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I can't. <with> you. <laughs> okay, now. Not only numbers, but do you pack? Do you back pocket other shit? So some people, when uh, yeah. some people have problems with like porn and dick pics and aspects and stuff that other people have sent you. Now people back pocket that shit because I know that people will transfer it or hide it in a folder, and you know, like let's say like you know one of your homies sends you a bunch of dick pics because he's got a pretty dick and sends you jack off videos. Do you back pocket that stuff? So that you can c- call upon it at a later time. Like you never, I mean, I know some people, some people have con like a conscience about calling upon porn that they may have made with other people or, or jack off videos, um, with, you know, in a past, in a past experience or, li- or a relationship. No, nah, I don't really keep old stuff like that. One, because I've probably been with them. And if I've been with them, the memory is fun. Like, I don't need to, like, organize and save and transfer and keep track of, like, no, dick is a dick. Like, I remember <laughs> what the experience like. I can it's go into my memory. Down. I can go into my memory and remember what that was like if it's that serious for me. But, I'll, yeah, I'll keep it on my phone as long as I haven't deleted the text. But I'm not saving it like that. I mean, the only one I've really done that with is you. Well, I didn't send you anything. Oh, really? Yeah. You sent me quite a bit. Oh, di- no, I didn't yeah. even unlock my privates when I was. You on sent the app. me videos and photos. Well, I like you, so that's it what like I do. The first to week people we that I like talking. you. Wow. Okay. No, it wasn't. I was flying around the country, so. Um. So that. So basically, you're saying that like back pocketing, like porn and stuff, is not. 
No, nah, and there's too much porn out there. Like, if I'm looking for something to get off to, I'm going to find some but you can't, shit. But you can't get porn that's, like, personal. Like, if, yes, some, you like can. if someone is jacking off, you know, and they shout your name, they're, like, <laughs> busting, like, oh, this one's for you, AMPM. No. Ah! Yeah, no one's doing that. <laughs> I have yet to receive someone uh, screaming my name in a video. I'm going to eat this ass for you, Phoenix. Eat this ass for you? So they're sending you a video of them eating someone else's ass as a gift? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, I, I like watching that, so if anybody out there... <laughs> wants to send you ass eating <laughs> I mean, Yeah, we'll uh, comment, rate, like, <laughs> share. <laughs> Here's my question for you, though. Can you turn a side pocket person into a friend? Ooh. I don't... Like, they're trying... Like, maybe there's a reconnection that's happening, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I really just want to be your friend. Like, we were cool, and I liked what that was. I don't really want to sleep with you, but let's be... If you're attracted to them, then I don't think you can. Right. If Yeah, if you say... If, if, okay, so, let's see. When I first started dating, um, I, I back-pocketed a lot of dudes from... Um, K-Town, mm-hmm. when I moved to, you know, the fucking boonies. boonies. Um, so I back-pocketed a lot of people there so that if I ever went back to K-Town, um, I would be like, hey, what's up? I moved back. Let's yeah. Let's what, keep on, up? keep yeah. keeping on. Because you had like a, a, an area. Cadra. Yeah, it definitely saturated. Um, so... And most of the people that I backpocketed were people that I were attract was attracted to. Of I course. didn't. You don't backpocket people that so you're not attracted. Yeah, to. but you could have dated them or slept <laughs> with them, and like it was cool. But like you're good, and then if they come back, you're like, oh, I already been there, but maybe we can hang out. No, see, that's where the number one, the number two, and the number three <laughs> falls in, dog. Yeah, that's true. Oh no, 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 no. So yeah, you that's why I'm trying to put people in a number two. What? <laughs> it's my favorite position. It is. It is. You are such a number. Oh, it's it's. My heart bleeds for you. Well, don't. It's, Your past life. It's is quite. So. It was quite fun. Um. So no, I don't think that you can because you're back pocketing them because you might be attracted to them. If you if they were not in your back pocket, you would still be friends with them. You guys would talk to them. Um. You would have this. You know, you guys would communicate on a on a. Uh, for instance, the Dominican. Mm-hmm. He's not a back pocket. He's someone that you actively hang out with and talk to, and stuff like that. Right. I mean, he's attractive, but. He's not in your back pocket right. Like Oh boy that called you yesterday mm-hmm. That's just a back pocket Because oh, you shouldn't have his, You shouldn't have his, A number For someone that Ain't nothing going nowhere It doesn't That's make true. sense Yeah um, They disconnect those numbers yeah. When they're Of no longer of use And there's a Whole uh, Voicemail for it <laughs> Are there signs That uh, You're being Back pocketed Because that's different Than actively trying to Oh date. Yeah Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. What would be your sign? Wait, move? if I was going to back pocket someone? Yeah. If I was going to back pocket and someone. Then if, and then if you were being back pocketed, how would you? Okay, so if back- I was going to back pocket someone, it would be like, oh, I'm just not in a place right now to like date or anything like that. But we're so cool. We can kick it from time to time. Um, I'll hit you up later. And then you just, you know, you, you text messages turn into... Okay, okay, LOL. Yeah, well, let's chill sometime. 
um, never making a commitment or anything right. like that. Um, just keeping them there. And then it like fades out after a little bit, right? Yeah, but you still keep their number. And then, right. you know, they'll text you like, hey, what's up? I haven't heard from you in a minute. Or, oh, yeah, you know, I stopped hitting you up after I found out that you got a man. Mm. And, you know, and and then it's like, oh, no, it's cool. We can still hang out. Right. But you damn well know you shouldn't be yeah. hanging out with someone that is hitting you up saying stuff like, oh, I stopped hitting you up because you got a man. You know what's a, if you have the ability to travel, international back pocketing, that's almost not even back pocketing, right? That's like a whole different thing. Oh, that's a whole different it is, thing. Right? It is. It's it's a oh no, I'm just gonna hang out with my friend over here. I'm gonna just hang out with my friend over here. Friend. Right, because you're traveling, you're in a different state. Of course, you want to hang out with some people while you're out there. Yeah, people that you know. Dang. It made me think about because there's this fine New York brother that I was talking to oh, for I'm a minute. Saying, I was hoping you're in Chicago. No. Uh, Nothing. And shut down. We'll see you soon. And. Uh, we would exchange pictures and we would talk. I'd never, I mean, I hadn't been, I had not been to New York for a while and I had no plans on going there anytime soon, but we just kept in touch. I think we just met online and at the time I was just trying to talk to attractive people and <laughs> we, we definitely started to back pocket each other, but then I think he must've got in a relationship or something. At some point it'd been going on for so long. And we're so far away that it's kind of like, okay, what's the point? It was fun for a while, but what's the point? So Your stories about, about you and your, like, one true love It wasn't love one hang. true love. No, it was no, fun. It was just you, fun. It was like, it would have been with exciting. The, the Bay guy? Like, you're... Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> see, you do that so often. It's so... I, my heart breaks for well, you. Well, I, I like to get... I've learned about myself that... If I get emotionally involved, it's a more thrilling and exciting experience. Aww. So I like that. And I'm 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 to the point now where I I feel like I have haven't tested this really, and I'm probably wrong, but I feel like I could get into that for fun for a little bit and then jump back out. Like, <laughs> okay, that was fun. It was intense. And then like now I'm moving on. Oh. Uh. But that sounds fun to me, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It could be a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, God. I can just see you coming home crying about some guy. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. Here we go again. That's the worst thing. That's that's one of the things that I'm super concerned about being poly is not is being what? able to emotionally connect with someone. Because yeah. I see how hard it is for my friends who are single to even try to date just one person. But right. to... Have and this is this is something that I've never experienced. Like someone telling me, "Well, no, you have a partner," and me saying, "Yeah, but he understands." And I'm not looking for anything other than just dating you. Right. I have a life. We have a life together. Right. And th- that seems like it's hard. It's yeah. I did I, it for a long time. I wouldn't be able to be with anybody young because they just wouldn't get it. I feel like yeah, young dudes usually want. Some relationship. Yeah, like, oh, I can't. Like, because of the conditioning that every, you know, one person for everybody and you stuff You know what like it that. might be good with, though? Someone who's super busy or successful. I love busy people. Where they don't have that time either. Celebrities. So, you read my mind. Yes. Celebrities, athletes, Ooh. business people that travel often to do their work. Porn stars. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Now... 
we, we, we know what backpocketing is and we know how it works. And uh, do you think that your back pockets know that uh, you're keeping them as a, you know, a side thing that, that they'll be uh, reconnected with at a later time? My back. I don't have back pockets. <laughs> you have several back pockets. I do. Yeah. I mean, this is just a general question, dude. Oh, well, you could be asking me directly like that. Like, let me. Okay, so like, do you do you flirt with them still? Do you give them the glimmer of hope that, like, keep my number handy because maybe? Like, do you? Would you do that? Do you think that it's a back pocket etiquette? Can I be really honest? Yeah, this might get me in trouble with you it's later. I think the only person that I would still and is I don't even know if I would do anything with them, but I like flirting. Uh-huh. I would still want to is the one from the bay. <laughs> You're so, I'm so, it's, I'm so sad for you in that relationship. I'm really, 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 you know how people are in, was, in, in a, an abusive relationship and they're like, oh no, he hits me because he loves me. That is you well, and no, him. I, I don't have those feelings that I used to at all, but clearly at all, but there were parts that were really fun and I'm always uh-huh. like, oh, what? Could it be fun for like a weekend again? You know what I mean? Like, I, no expectations. I would not want, even if the person broke down and said, I want this, I'd be like, I'm okay. Like, no, I no. know you too well to even <laughs> attempt that. But for like something oh, like fun. I so wish that were true. You have not, and let me tell you why I wish that was true. Right. You have not gotten over your what ifs with this guy in two relationships. So no, far. I have. I have. I don't feel. I don't. I don't have those what ifs anymore. You've not seen him yet. You I haven't have seen, seen him remember? since. Yeah. yeah, it's been like it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Have you talked to him since then? No. Right. Yeah. No, I think uh, I, like no. what I think. I think that he still lights a little fire in your heart, and that's okay because I think that that's healthy. Like I really think that you should always have that. Um, you should always have that, you know, light inside of you. There's one person that does that for me, and I'm like, oh, like I get a text, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> hi, and then I like go in the bathroom and get myself real pretty and wait for his next text. You know, like I put like <laughs> I, I comb my hair and I brush my teeth and then just sit there and wait for his next text. And it could be something as simple as, hey, hi, how you doing? <laughs> I, I definitely am, am totally into the idea that other people can charge you up and bring all this energy out of you. And sometimes your partner can't for whatever reason, like. Like it's just a different thing, and and it's just fun. Like you're you're living yeah. your life. It's not it's, a, it's not a big right, deal. Right. If it's crossing into something else, that's when that's it turns it's turning into something different. But just the oh, like that's fun. <laughs> I, right. He stuck with his finger in my back. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's oh. part of the something else. <laughs> we got to talk about what, what our boundaries so, are. So so. Okay, so do you do you keep, do you flirt or do you entice your back pocket so that you can make sure that they're around? Like, do you do that like as an etiquette for back pockets? Gotcha. Because okay, I also want to think for uh, the straight man here. So I'm sorry, the straight, the single person. Uh-huh. So I want to think for the single person too. Right now, if you're gonna back pocket someone, yeah, I think every, every once in a while. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Right. Yeah. Just do to, you guys? Do you meet up? Do you say like? You say like, hey, do you want to like up. hang out? Because the back pocket is the fuck, right? Uh, it could be the fuck. It could just be to you know kill some time and do those what ifs. 
was like, way too much fun with that. It's because I, I, my honest feeling with that is you need to do something about it because you're no, getting no. those, those I've, feelings. I've, I've, I've processed it out. I'm good. Processing has nothing to do with experience, man. I've experienced what it was a specific moment in time in my life mm-hmm. that was filled with a lot of emotional excitement. Right. After just coming out. And really right before I came out. Right. I was still like technically mm-hmm. DL. So I know my my emotion my emotions can go back to that time and get excited from that. But that's not the current reality. I know what the current reality is. And I know the type of person that person is. And it's not that interesting. I know that for sure. I, if like, you ever wanted to try it, I'm, I'd, I'd, be back, I'd be able to sit back and let you experience that. Because we, we live in a lot of what-ifs in this world. And mm. um, one of my biggest what-ifs was if I had ever graduated from high school. And I never, never realized what kind of feeling that would be until I experienced it only a few years ago. Mm. And I have no regrets anymore. That was my biggest and one regret in my entire life. Wow. Um, That's so, such a big deal. Yeah. In your entire life. In my entire life. That was my one regret. I mean, I've had embarrassing moments right, like, right. you know, your fifth grade and your fourth grade and your third grade this and probably all the way up until like the middle of college mm-hmm. and then like yesterday. Yes. But... I've never had any regrets. Right. And that was my own regret. And now I, I feel like I like this is a brand new You're in a whole different feeling. place right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a lot more freeing. Um, and I'm able to live this life that we have together because I don't have those regrets. Mm. And I would hate for you to always wonder the what if. Because I saw what you, you know, because, you know, the artist had some feelings about the situation that happened when you guys were together and the bay happened. Yeah, was and then shady. you called me one day and told me, <laughs> and then like, you know, a month later, like, Hey, I'm spending the night in his high school, in his childhood room. I hope you're okay with that. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah. Like who, who does that? Like what, posi- what, how are you putting yourself in this I'm position? I'm so proud of myself though, for being so transparent with you. Cause part of the reason why the artist had some issue before is cause I wasn't completely transparent bef- the first time. And, uh, I have grown. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yay me. Yeah. You're shaking your head right now. Yeah. Um, so, um, I yeah, if you wanted to ever experience that, I think with like a couple of conversations and you, you know, heading up there to fulfill your lifelong dream, <laughs> like w- I definitely would be would be fine with it. Now, there, there's a part that really feels like it's not a mutual thing that that. Oh, it's definitely not a mutual thing. Yeah. you just don't know it. Exa- no, 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 I know it. That's the part <laughs> no, that no, makes no. it not interesting you anymore. You don't know it. No, I do. No, because oh, he wouldn't be your what know. if if he's not. You're calling him because uh, you are, about. bro. Okay, like almost what, like six, seven years, and you're still bringing his name up. He's a what if. Like, uh, think about it. How do I get? How do I move? I think you. Because I'm not. To. I'm not. I don't want to be with. That person in any way. You got to figure out some way to get closure because processing it isn't helping. Processing, oh. processed it didn't help. Like you, you know have to be is? able to like. Oh, I think I should have a closing conversation where I like say, "Hey, I just want to tell you about my feelings, where I've been at, and like I just want to close out what that was." You should definitely oh, do it face to face. 
That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it feels embarrassing to, to have even a little bit of feelings like that when I know it's not being reciprocated. Right. It's not a big deal in my And life. for all it's you just... know, he could back pocket your ass and be like, oh, man, I've been waiting for you to say this yeah, for no, such a long that's time. That's not exciting to me. <laughs> no. I, I, back seen, pocket full circles, dog. I've seen too many relationships where one person is like, oh, I feel this. And then the other person is like, oh, now I can tell you how I like you. And I'm more interested in someone who can tell me how they feel about me when they feel it versus waiting for me to make the move. Like, that doesn't feel like we're both coming to the relationship at, I don't know, at a decent place. Like, you you can't be scared to pursue me. You know what's weird is I really, I feel really emotionally satisfied with you. And all I think I would ever want to do is just fuck around afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Like, what I don't do want to have any, yeah, like, I don't want to have any emotional attachment to anybody. Uh, I just want to like be like, within this, rela- like, we're in this relationship. Yeah, and you, yeah. yeah I don't like, I, I, I've thought to myself, like, I don't have any, like, I currently no longer have any back pockets that right. I am aware of. I mean, right. forgive me if I do. No, I know. Like, yeah, it can happen by accident. Yeah, like if, <laughs> if, if, if there's something that I'm doing on purpose, like, you know, there's there are people that still, you know, give me a little bit like, <gasps> yeah, um, that's fine. And I think you already know who those people are because you still have some feelings about it. And I see it in your face. But that's okay because we're human. <laughs> um, but I don't think I would want like to have like any emotional attachments to people in that way, like like relationship or anything. I would just want to be like, uh, I kind of only want to have sex, maybe eat, and then... Cuddle. Mm, uh, what? You love cuddling. There's some people where you Not with like- my new bed. I won't shit. Mm-mm. I don't need nobody to cuddle me with that fucking... We just, we just purchased heaven. a really nice bed that feels oh. like clouds. And we're just waiting for it to be delivered so in a few days. So that we can days. break that shit in. Now, what I'm worried about is this mattress stealing our thunder. Because if the mattress... Because it's a soft, soft mattress, nah, so it doesn't have that we bounce got that back. Thunder. We got that thunder. But it's a real. So we got the softest, like they have the the firm and soft scale. We got the one on the softest side, so it's really soft. Right. From it's gonna create a mold of like legs and stomach <laughs> and, and chest cheeks. and ass, and just prop that shit right up. That way, you'd be able to sit right on top of it and do the spider monkey. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. I know about. exactly what you're talking about. Well, so yeah, that's uh, back pocketing. If anybody has any comments, concerns, um, feedback, as always, you guys know where to reach. It's at iTunes and SoundCloud every Monday um, at AMPM and the Phoenix on Facebook. And um, don't forget to rate, share, comment, like. Um, please, please, please. Um, remember, um, the shout out to the suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255. It is very important for everybody to have an outlet, to know where to go. Please share this info. Um, even if you don't want to talk about it, just give someone this number to someone that does want to talk about it. Um, that's all you got to do. Just save a life. Just save a life. Please be courageous. Um, and on that note, we will end it with what the ancestors said. <laughs> You're getting closer. I am. I I'm am. proud of you. Uh, this one, uh, I'll just read it. I'll just read it. I think <laughs> some people can follow along. <clears throat> if your girl only knew that you was trying to get with me,
What would she do? If your girl only knew mm-hmm. that you was dissing her to talk to me, mm-hmm. she would probably leave you alone. She would probably curse you out and unplug your phone. I bet she'd be glad that you was gone. And then she wouldn't have to worry. Now, that one's coming from uh, Saint Saint Aaliyah. The princess. The princess. Of pop. Yes. In R&B. R&B, thank you. Uh, Rest in power, Aaliyah. Rest in power, mama. On that note, thank you for tuning in for another week. Have a good week. I am AMPM. And I am the Phoenix. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good week. (laughs)